Today, we're discussing the written exam, the post-exam, the civil service exam, the NTN. It doesn't matter. Whatever written exam you have to do for your law enforcement hiring process. Let's discuss. Before we get started, whether you're watching the video or listening to the podcast, both those gifts are down in the description. The Getting Started Workshop, it's going to walk you through each stage of the hiring process. Plus, there's hidden bonuses. And to add to it, there is a practice written exam in there. It's it's not fully extensive, but it has a good amount of questions to let you gauge where you're at and do you need help with the written exam. Next is the one-on-one free coaching call with myself. If you want to jump on a coaching call and discuss anything that's specific to your hiring process, any hurdles you may have, any guidance you may need, I'd be glad to sit down, discuss it with you, help you the best I can. Now, the written exam, the NTN, the Pellet B, the POST, the civil service exam, they're all comprised predominantly of the same thing. Now, some of them have added components. You know, the Pellet B's got the closed section. The NTN has the video segment of, of reasoning. And then other, other exams have reasoning sections built in that are written reasoning sections. Not to mention if you take a special agent exam, such for the U.S. Air Marshals or the FBI, they have reasoning and logic sections. Logic, that's the word I was looking for. The big thing that you need to know about exams, and this is statistically proven and studies have shown, the number one way to improve your testing scores for any type of standardized test or any type of written exam is to practice more problems. Practice that that is the big secret right there. Practice more similar and like-minded questions that you will see on the exam. It doesn't have to be the exact exam and you don't want it to be because then they would just change the exam. No, you want it to be similar questions that allow your brain to process information the same way and you will crush the written exam. Why is it important to crush the written exam? Some departments have temporarily waived the written exam in an attempt to re-bolster and um, restock their, their hiring numbers just to make the process streamlined. The reason the written exam is so important, though, and the reason it's actually a benefit to you is because it is the number one way to increase your candidacy with the least amount of effort. What do I mean by this? So when I say the best way to increase your candidacy with the least amount of effort, I mean, just studying a few problems a night, you know, maybe 30 minutes every other day or maybe 30 minutes twice a week or, or an hour or two a week doing practice questions will drive your scores well above everyone else. Now, the good part about, about that is if they have a written exam and you score in the top percentile of the, of the written exam, but you just pass the physical portion, right? Let's say it's the standard portion, written exam, physical, and then board interview, right? That's the typical, not every department's like that, but that's the, usually the standard. So written exam, physical, board interview, or written exam, physical, and then recommendation for background. Whatever it is, if you score the highest on the written exam, and you pass the physical, I'm not saying you you blow it out of the water, but you just pass the physical, you're going to get invited to the next step. 
hands down, you're going to get invited to the next step, vice versa. And you've heard me say this before. If you pass the writing exam and you blow the physical out of the water, you're going to get invited to the next phase, whether that's the board interview or whether that's the background process or however your department is, is doing it. Either one of those exams, the written or the physical, is key to getting invited to the next phase. The nice part about it is the written exam you can literally cram and in two weeks be prepared for, for the written exam. When I was taking the LSATs, the law school admissions test, right, for law school, I had only a couple of weeks to study. One, because I was a new father, right? My, my wife was taking care of the baby at home, and I would go to the library twice a week for an hour. And this was, and I did this for three weeks. And I scored high enough on the LSAT to get a full ride to law school, pretty much. I mean, it pretty much covered my scholarship, got a got a full ride pretty much to law school, with the exception of books and, and things like that. But it was it covered my entire tuition. I only studied for three weeks for the LSAT. Now I'm not saying I I blew the LSAT completely out of water, but I definitely scored good enough to get a large scholarship that covered my tuition. It's the same with the written exam, right? It's the same with the written exam. When I've taken written exams, usually the departments will give you a study guide or they can show you where a study guide is. I would always study that, but I would always do more questions, right? I'd always find more questions. That's one of the reasons when we developed our online course for getting hired as a police officer, we put the most robust written exam prep you will ever see in your in your career pursuing law enforcement we have the most robust written exam course that you will you will have ungodly access to public practice exams as well as the additional private exams that we've added in there as well you're not running out of questions and when you do run out of questions you're prepped and ready to go. At that point, you need to turn your brain off and let it wind down so that you're prepared for the test and you're not burnt out. But preparing for it, as I've, you've heard me say on multiple videos, prepare for each stage, right? Preparing for it, doing practice questions is the best way to do it. If you want practice questions, take a look at the getting hired as a law enforcement online course that we have. You'll, you'll never need another course. There's a whole lot more to the course. That course does not stop at test prep, but it will be everything you need in the test prep. Next is understanding that your, your correlation from question completion, how many questions you complete to how many points you would raise on the test is critical. For, for every number of questions you do, your points are going to increase on your score, right? And it just keeps going. So if you're at the point where you're answering every question and you get it right and you're not even trying, I think you're prepared, you're ready to go. I think you can start focusing on other things. But a lot of times, the reason that people don't become law enforcement officers is something as simple as a stupid written exam. And when I say stupid, it's not actually stupid. The written exam is not to measure whether or not you're a good cop or a good candidate for, for law enforcement. It's measuring basic academia, right? It's measuring whether or not you have a foundation to understand 
common terms. You can write a report, you know, spell check is, is always there for you, but you can write a report efficient, uh, efficiently. You can, you can understand vocabulary. You can understand when people talk to you. It's just a basic education test of academia to understand that, Hey, this law enforcement officer meets the minimum requirement, and that's passing the test as a minimum requirement. Excelling on the test is saying, why would not a department not want the person who scores the best? If you score really well on the written exam and you score really well on the physical exam and you have maybe some hurdles in your background, not disqualifying factors, but hurdles, departments are more willing to overlook those those issues in your background or more willing to, to hear you out on those issues, I should say, because they know you're a strong candidate. Not only are you intellectually smart, but you're physically capable of performing the, the job. Any, any hiring official would say, yes, we definitely want to hire you. Let's see if we can get through this background process. And they're willing to hear you out, which is what most people don't get in their hiring process. If they have a hurdle, they just, you get your one chance to articulate it on your background process or your polygraph process, and that's it. And if you don't articulate it properly, you're gone, right? They just say, hey, thank you for submitting your application. We're not moving forward with you at this time. But the one way you can stand out quickly is passing the written exam. And I don't care if it's the Pellet B, the NTN, the Post, the Civil Service. I've said all this earlier. It doesn't matter. Well, the post and civil service are, are almost identical, but each state or each department, county, whatever they break it down into for your state, can pick their civil service exam or post test if they choose to. Some states are governed by a, by the state agency or it has to meet state agency requirements. But for the most part, a lot of them can choose which one they want to use unless it's state mandated that they use a, a specific one. And if they do, that's even better because you know what's on it. Everyone takes the same test. Don't get so caught up in that, hey, I have to pass a written exam that you forego planning for the physical exam, but take some time out of your day to pass the written exam. It's going to benefit you in the long run, especially when you get to the academy for, for what's the term I'm looking for here? Um study procedures, study schedule. You know, you know what I'm trying to say for when a study plan, that's where I'm going with it for. So if you set a study plan for studying for the written exam, you can take that same study plan and apply it to the, to the academy for your, for your actual academic tests, not your, not your scenario exams or your, or your physical exam, but you can take that same study plan and apply it to the academy. And that's exactly what I did and it allowed me to be one of the few in the entire world to honor grad the Federal Law Enforcement Training Center. And I wasn't studying all that much. I was maybe studying in the academy 30, 40 minutes a night during the week. That is it. And I honor graded the Federal Law Enforcement Training Center. So plan, plan, prep. Prep is the key for everything. Prep is the key for the written exam. If you're looking for a prep course, take a look at our Getting Hired as a Law Enforcement Officer online academy or online course it is going to walk you through not every, not only every aspect, there we go, I got it out, not only every aspect of what you're going to see through the hiring process, but it has the most robust test prep and it's yours. Once you get it, it's yours for life and you can always use it for lateraling. You can always use it for promotions. You can always use it for whatever you want and it, it walks you through everything. Test prep, 
physical conditioning, mock polys, mock board interviews, mock psych interviews, right? All the major, all the major things you're going to run into, plus all the preparation you need to start your process. Question and correlation, how many questions you take versus how high your score goes up. It's it's just it goes and matches each other. But if you wanted to kick it off with something free, I have those two free gifts down in the description for you. The Getting Started Workshop, right? That's the free workshop that will walk you through each phase of the hiring process so you know what you're getting into. Plus, there's a practice written exam in there to let you gauge where you're at. Additionally, if you have something more specific to your hiring process and you have questions about your hurdles, your process, or anything along those lines, reach out to me for a free coaching call. I'd love to sit down with you, see how I can help you. As always, stay safe, and I will see you next time.